Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast, Kings, Queens, Lords of the Internet. Guess you just tried out two different microphones, and they both didn't work. That's right, me. Um, I tried out my old one. Um, it didn't really work as well. I tried it both with it on and off. Didn't work. Um, I tried it with its little um, multi-setup where it has like the has like a jack where you can put your ear plug in your earphones and your microphone at the same time in one jack. Um, that didn't work. So I was like, okay, well, you know, that's just kind of weird, but whatever. So I had like a new one that I bought from Five Below, which for you guys who don't know, Five Below is basically like, think like the dollar store, except like a little bit more quality. Like they go to the price up to five usually, but some stores I've gone to have changed the pricing. So like it's more like instead of like a Dollar Tree version of like a five dollar store a five dollar store version of Dollar Tree is more like a five star five dollar version of Dollar General. For people who are like, what's the difference between Dollar General, Payment Dollar, and Dollar Tree? Well Dollar Tree actually sticks sticks close to what it says. It's like, no, we say it's a dollar. So it's a dollar. When you have Dollar General or Family Dollar, they're like, eh, mm, no, we, we decide $20 for this price. So basically, it's like a markdown version of Walmart. Anyways, um, if I'm still using my phone because it's the clearest thing I have right now is my phone. Um, so also, that means it's very sensitive to all kinds of noise. Um, I'm most likely going to actually invest in like a microphone setup, which I haven't done yet. Um, I've just been using just a microphone that I bought, but, um, but yeah, my, that's my little update. I'm going to buy me a microphone setup so I can actually produce clear sounding, uh, audio. But for now, I'm back to square one, just like the first episodes. So bear with me. Um... But yeah, today I want to talk about something. I kind of found my um, Google feed kind of weirdly. Like, like it was like a day or two after I recorded the uh, the last podcast episode, which is has something to do with like the age, like child marriage and age of consent. And the reason I want to talk about it is because I found it kind of weird. Now, where I live, I live in the United States. Because um, I know I do have listeners... Um, different countries but yeah I live in the United States specifically in North Carolina now I know that in North Carolina the age of consent is 16 years old and of course for those who do not know but even though most of my listeners I looked at my demographics before I did this episode most are um, in the age range in their 20s 20s and up usually um, but just for those who don't completely know just in case I do have Someone who decided to put in wrong information for whatever reason. Um, basically, age of consent is basically the age, the age that you can legally consent in the in eyes of the law to consensual sex. So, in North Carolina, we are one of the uh, one one of the not not all but kind of not few states um, that have the age of consent being as low as sixteen. Um, other states, just for example, include like Virginia, 
Iowa, uh, let's see, Maine, New Hampshire, Alaska, Hawaii, and other states, for example. While others can go up to age of 18, being the age of consent. States like Florida, California, Oregon, and which we'll call it, um, New York. Those, according to this website, ageofconsent.net, I don't know exactly how how it is for all the other states, but I know for my state, it's pretty accurate information. At least it's up to date. Um, so, yeah. So the reason I brought those because I saw child marriage. It was it was a weird thing I saw on, on my um, little feed when I was just looking up things to talk about on the, today's episode, and I. So I was really weird only because I was like, man, like, we don't live in, like, older times. Like, I thought, like, you know, child marriage was just done away with. But I think it was, like, one of those things where, like, no one really talks about it. And I think it's just mostly social, socially shunned. Socially shunned. <laughs> um, basically, one of those things, like, no one would really think about doing. Um, basically, giving their child in marriage. I just don't really hear about that. I guess it's not, it doesn't hit the news or stuff like that as much in my area as it, I guess, would probably in, like, olden times or whatever. Because so it's always, like, an olden time thing because, you know, you think about, like, in older history, you always hear about, you know, basically teenage girls being given marriage to grown men. You know, these aren't, you know, men close in age. You know, they're not, like, just, you know, two or three years their senior. No, there's, like... These, these girls are, like, 14, 15 years old, being given marriage to, like, 20, 30-some-year-old men. And I never liked the idea, because I'm, like... I understood from the parents' point of view in olden times, it was how is going children possible? Because, a lot, of course, you see also movies a lot. You know, not every children survives. Not every child. never uh, Not every children, whatever. <laughs> not every child survives. You know, the first maybe a couple few years of life. So, you know, to have as many children as possible. And then of course, when you have daughters, you know, you, you don't, you're not bearing any sons, you have a lot of daughters, then yeah, you're going to have, you know, you, I think in basically in older times, like you're worrying about their financial and material um, health and not necessarily their physical and emotional health. So of course, a lot of marriages were, um, you know, kind of, they were basically given to marriage to these, Oh, you know these older men, uh, mainly because they were materially well off, um, and could actually you know provide for their daughters. And I kind of like that we are not in that same mindset, at least, at least from my po- point of view, based on what I can see is like, let women choose their mate, you know, like let let them choose their spouse, you know, regardless of you know sexuality or gender or whatever, let them choose their spouse. And it's more so off of an emotional connection um, or a connection they have with the person, not just, oh, you can provide for me, which is not the most prevailing attitude now. But I was thinking about it, I was like, if child marriage is still legal in some places, um, that is a bit of a question. Um, knowing that some of children are just extremely young, you know, I think. To me personally, it's just it's very weird. 
hearing that out loud. And I did also want to look at other ones in the world just because I thought it was just, I don't know, I think it was, this will be just a little thing for me to, to do because it'll bring about, I think it'll make me a little more aware of the world around me because I just didn't know it was a thing until like I saw news basically it was like, yeah, apparently North Carolina is accessible, a place where people come to try to marry children which I didn't know still happened, but I, if I'm correct, based, based off the article, which was, I think, a Raleigh-type article, which, if you don't know, Raleigh is, a, is a, the capital of North Carolina, the capital city of the state of North Carolina. So it was, I think, the age of 14 was the legal age, and I was thinking, I'm like, man, I would never consider giving, a, giving my daughter marriage to Still had to get the parents' permission, pretty much. The parents' permission still has to be given. So basically, in other, way, in other words, parents give their children in marriage to older adults. And I don't really think anyone at that age can really say that they knew what they were doing. You know, regardless if they really liked the guy or anything. 14 years old and marrying someone who is most likely 10 years your senior at least. You you would think that the parents would think twice about this decision, um, but apparently it is a thing that you know doesn't. It's just weird. Um, one sec, I'm actually looking this up on the same website. Um, let's see here, because. Excuse me. So I just find it just kind of a weird thing that people would still allow to happen. It just kind of, it just doesn't sit right with me. Because I know personally, I'm like, man, like, I wouldn't do that. And I know, I just, I guess I'm not around too many other people who would. Like, yeah, I'll give my child a marriage to so-and-so if, you know, it would solve anything. I don't know. This is kind of a weird thing for me. Let me see. What is around the world? Let's see. Legal age of consent around the world. There's some places. Wow. There's some places around the world. It says the age of consent in China is 14. And age of consent in Japan is 13. Age of consent in Angola is 12. Uh, Australia is 16. Greenland, 15. Brazil, 14. Like, there's a... Wow. But there's a place like Afghanistan must be married. Um, I'm trying to see. This is kind of... Let's see. Iran must be married. Kuwait, 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 K-U-W-A-I-T, must be married, Libya, must be married, Maldives, must be married, Oman, Pakistan, Palestine, Gaza Strip, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Sudan, United Arab Emirates, I, I never knew how to pronounce that word, sorry, and Yemen, 
mostly married. One thing they all have comments that they are either African countries or Asian countries and territories that require this. I think I just kind of find it. Ooh, okay. Um, weird. Give me one second. It's just a weird thing for me to hear because that's just not. I would never consider that. But anyways, also another thing I found based on this website um, is this thing called close in age exemption, which I guess not all states adhere by, but at least in North Carolina, it happens. I'm going to read it real quick. It says North Carolina has a close in age exemption. A close in age exemption, also known as Romeo and Juliet law, is designed to prevent the prosecution of underage couples who engage in consensual sex when both parties are significantly close in age to each other and one or both are allowed or below the age of consent. Depending on the situation, the North Carolina closing exemption may completely exempt qualifying close in age couples from the age of consent law merely provide or merely provide a legal defense that can be used in the event of prosecution. Now, based off why I can, based off why I looked up, because I remember I heard the Romeo and Juliet law from somewhere, and I remember I heard it from I think one of the Transformer movies. I forgot which one. Um, it's almost a new guy or whatever. Um, and I don't think it was this one. I think it was the previous one. I think the one where Otto was just airing red and was like, "Yo, I'm ready to leave. <laughs> it's time to leave Earth. We're done with you." Um, yeah, that one. Basically. It's a way of saying, hey, one person is technically under the age of consent, uh, this other one's not, but you're close enough in age that we can make it work. And there's, uh, in other states, they have it, but the year, the year gap is different between states. I, some, some have the um, year gap around seven years. Some have close as four years, like three or four years. So depending on the state, um, it's, uh, it's something that you have to look up individually, um, for, whew, sorry, excuse me, I'm so sorry, um, something that you look up for your individual state, um, but yeah, I want, I'm sorry, I had to pause because I had to find the article, um, but here it is. It's on www, like anyone says that anymore, uh, .newsobserver.com. Um, and it said, North Carolina lawmakers want to stop 14-year-olds um, from marrying. And this was actually um, uploaded this year on February 1st, 2021. And basically, children as, long as, as young as 14 can get married with parental consent. But um, a group of state lawmakers want to pass uh, a bill, says House Bill 41 and Senate Bill 35, that prevent anyone under the age of 18 from getting married. Um, this is the article I was talking about. I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. But um, just some points that I want to bring out from the article. Um, North Carolina, North Carolina, which I didn't know, um, is tied with Alaska. From the lowest age of marriage set in the United States being around 14. 
Um, this is bill that they're trying to pass is supposed to stop all um, child marriage. Um, it says in basically half the counties in North Carolina, around 4,000 minors have been married. But it said it was like it'll be close to 10,000. And that's if all 100 counties um, in North Carolina reported uh, the child marriage count, I guess. Um, it says here, state law requires parental consent for minors to marry and allows marriage for 14 and 15 year olds with court approval in cases involving pregnancy or raising a child. And you know what? This actually makes me think of, um, it's I think a Law and Order episode. Um, I forgot what it's called. It's an SVU um, unit. And one of them was about, um, I guess like these fam- this family that's kind of like a, I guess a, a social influencer kind of family. Um, I'm not sure if they're like just a TV show or whatever. I think, no, I think it was a TV show. And it turned out the guy, um, not the producer of the show, it was, um, what you call it? There was like one of the uh, group church places, whatever, um, that was basically having sex with all, the basically the, the three girls. And one of them ended up getting pregnant. And she was the youngest. She was like an extremely young girl. And they went, and I remember seeing them at the courthouse basically about to get married. And I was like, I remember thinking about that. Of course, my mom was like, yeah, they can't really bust in during a court, <laughs> into court and basically stop the marriage like that. But my my biggest question was like, wait, you can legally marry that child? Like, I thought it was like, at that point, just complete speculation, you know, just creative interpretation of a case. But hearing this, it makes you think, man, basically, hey, if I get your your little girl pregnant, I can legally, with your permission, go and marry her because she's pregnant or, you know, raise, or, you know, I, she's raised, you know, raised child, you know, I can help her out. So now let's be married for that, which I was thinking, I was like, that doesn't sound right. It was just the fact that, you know, I'm like, they have no say so. I'm like, legally in the eyes, if they're under the age of consent, yet you're allowing them to be married, it's really backwards. It's like saying, hey, you, it's like, I know some people were like, with the tobacco thing, when they raised the, um, the age limit so instead of being 18 to be 21 um, I think federally so basically state so basically statewide in all the United States you got to be at least 21 years of age now to have any alcohol or tobacco products and um, I remember people were basically saying like huh that's kind of weird you'd be 18 to you know to basically die for your country but to smoke or to drink or to do anything else, any other adult-like thing that I think pretty much a lot of teens probably have thought about, either have done before, or, you know, just is one of those things that you see in high school and college movies all the time. No, you can't have that until you're 21, but you can die for us at 18. I feel like it's kind of like that same mentality here. It's like, no, you can't have sex yet, but you can get married. Basically, getting married is basically the loophole. Um, of basically having sex with children, basically. I don't care what anyone thinks. 14, 15. If you're not 18, basically legally an adult, I will, you're basically still a child. Basically still having sex with minors. This is basically their one one loophole of getting through that. 
And of course, um, the news released in the places that they got their information from, blaming these marriages with children um, for basically causing some of these uh, cases um, in North Carolina, such as, such as poverty, uh, domestic violence, uh, sexual abuse. You know, these things basically are taken. It doesn't make sense to me because these aren't grown women. These are small children. If these were, you know, grown women have a choice and they can under, and they should be able to understand their choices a little bit better than a 14-year-old woman, a 14-year-old girl. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. And the fact that, you know, some people... I think the reason it, it mind-boggles me is because we don't talk talk about this in history, and I feel like there's a reason we don't talk about it in history class or in any other in any classes because it's still a thing that goes on today, apparently, and I didn't know. Um, on CNN, um, they released an article last year, May 11th, said Pennsylvania has become the latest state to ban child marriage, but it's still not fully outlawed in 47 others. And when I saw that number, I was like, yo, 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 yo. 47? So basically you're saying pretty much the rest, rest of the United States, basically. Um, this says the only ones who fully banned child marriage is Pennsylvania, Delaware, and New Jersey. Um, it's it's really disgusting when you think about it that these things haven't been addressed before. It's just the fact that, eh, you know, it, it can happen with child, parent, parent consent. Well, I guess anything can happen with parent consent. The parent says, yes, it will happen. And, well, you're a child, so you have to go through with it. It doesn't make any sense to me. And knowing that some of these places, you're, you're under the age of consent. I hope you guys are following along my reasoning. Or at least make an effort to, because I know I can be confusing sometimes. It's just really weird to me. Um, it's just kind of, it's just mind-boggling. Sally says all too common. Another another article released on unicf.org. There's on April twentieth they released an article. Um, child marriage is a violation of human rights, but it's all too common. And if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, you're taking away, you're giving, you're basically forcing a decision on someone who doesn't completely fully understand. Regardless of how mature someone is, you cannot say they really understand a lifelong decision. Because marriage is supposed to be a lifelong decision. You're basically saying, hey, no matter through what, I will always love this person and I will always make this connection that we have work through my lifetime. I don't think a lot of teenagers or young children will be down for that. I think a lot of, a lot of people would have second thoughts. Just in the United States alone, the, the high, let me remind you, the highest age of consent in the United States is 18. Low is 16. So, just make sure that's known. 18, 16. Now, even though I'm focusing on United States, um, the, the highest and lowest and in, internationally currently is the highest is in Bar Bahrain, B B A H R A I N Bahrain, 
hope I'm pronouncing that right and it sounds differently. Um, but their age of consent is 21. Now think about that, 21 years old being the age of consent. But the lowest is Nigeria, which is 11 years old. Um, look close, being close is the Philippines, Angola being 12 and 13 and some other countries. Uh, the second highest worldwide is South Korea, um, but 20 years old. But mainly in a lot of places between the age of 16 and 18. It says also here says additionally several Middle Eastern and African countries have no legal age of consent, but ban all sexual relations outside of marriage. Like I said earlier, some some Asian and African countries and territories. Um, it says this has raised concerns on many international organizations, especially in some countries where girls are married at as young as nine or ten years old. Countries with marriage-based ages of consent include Afghanistan, Iran, Kuwait, Libya, Maldives, Oman, Pakistan. Qatar, Sudan, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, and the UAE. Nine or ten years old in some countries. I think it's just because of the way I live over here. I think also I'm not always, I'm not exposed to that um, danger. And it makes me think of the, when um, the hashtag uh, not all women I mean, no, not all, not all men, but all women, or just the not all men hashtag was going around. Um, with the situation of that, I think, was it in London, I think, that girl that was found dead somewhere. And, of course, she, you know, they found her dead. And, of course, this is when a lot of women were taken to Twitter, um, talk about their, you know, their reasons why they're afraid of men and the situation to live in. You know, like they are women, like they have to, they have to live in a whole nother world of fear, um, and not just not just a general fear that I feel like every human feels. It's a fear just even just being alive. Just it's like it's survival for them at all at all cost. Which I can say as a man, I just will not always. I I mean I can have a certain fear, but guess what? It's going to be because of other men. It's not because I'm not going to be as scared. As a woman, don't take that the wrong way. Some women are very scary, but in the way of saying, women have women have to lose fear. And you think about things like this, because these child marriages, almost likely with our girls. There are some cases with boys, but you can probably say probably around ninety or so more cases are with these girls, young girls given a marriage, and they have no say so. They don't have a say in who they're marrying. They don't say this person is a good or bad person. They just their the parents are like nope you have to marry them and that's that. It makes you just it makes you just think like man. They're not women are not safe. You know I think I saw that question um that someone I, I'm not sure how long ago it was, but someone was like you know like girls like women if you, you could do pretty much anything if like men just got wiped out, you know like, they're like man like just take a walk was like one of the main answers that people shows. That women chose, and I was like, man, just thinking about that, I think this is kind of sad. Because I feel like a lot of us take certain liberties for granted, especially us as males, we take that for granted. Um, you know, certain things that we can, you know, there is male privilege, you know, just like there's white privilege, male privilege, you know, and very much anything that can be used as a barrier between each other as humans, 
is a privilege. There are certain privileges that we just have over others. And thinking in this scenario, especially with child marriage, kind of it's kind of scary thinking about it. Um. This uh, but the article with the UNICEF. Um, I'm read certain sections about um, read certain sections off the data that they chose. This was in April 2020, so last year. It said child marriage among girls. It says across the globe, levels of child marriage are highest in sub-Saharan Africa, where 35% of young women were married before age 18, followed by South Asia, where nearly 30% were married before age 18. Lower levels of child marriage are found in Latin America and Caribbean, 24% with the data not shown, and the Middle East and North Africa, 70%, and Eastern Europe and Central Asia, 12%, but the data has not been shown. Um, they do show a graph here, but like I do in other um, episodes, I will just link the articles that I'm looking at in the, in the description for you guys to look at. Um, but anyway, continue on. It says the prevalence of child marriage is decreasing globally, with the most progress in the past decade seen in South Asia, where a girl's risk of marrying in childhood has dropped by more than a third, from nearly 50% to just below 30%. Still, the total number of girls married in childhood starts at 12 million per year. And progress must be significantly accelerated in order to end the practice by 2030. The target set out in sustainable development goals. Without further acceleration, more than 120 additional girls will marry before their 18th birthday by 2030. And to think about that is the goal. The target goal that's been set out is 2030. That's to me personally, I feel that's way too long. That's very sad that people can't just find other ways. I know I'm pretty sure some of these are not just, just, oh, I like this child, so let's get married. I'm pretty sure some of these are political or uh, familial kind of marriages, you know, political marriages where it's like, yeah, these two might not like each other, but. It's where it's showing allegiance or alliance with nations or other families and stuff. No. <laughs> I I feel like there has to be other ways of showing that or just giving other things. I don't understand why some people are like, yeah, I'm infatuated by this girl or any, or something. But, you know, since I'm infatuated, I'm, I, want, I want her. So, yeah, I'll do, you know, you know I'll true alliance or anything because you know I like this girl it's to me kind of weird and I and it's one of the things where I've seen it I think we heard about like in maybe cartoons movies you know maybe in history but it's one of the things where you're just like okay with this like that's be done with right nope still happens today and plenty of other countries if you don't see it, just because you don't go I think this is one of the things where it shows just because you don't go through it and just because you're not you know exposed to it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Um, let's see here. And I guess I'll read the one that talks about um, child marriage among boys. It says, while boys and girls who marry in childhood do not face the same risk and consequences due to biological and social differences, the practice nonetheless a rights violation for children of both sexes. Uh, similar to child rights, child grooms are forced to take on adult responsibilities for which they have not been prepared. 
the union may bring early fatherhood and result in additional economic pressure in the form of, of providing for the household. It may also constrain the boy's access to education and opportunities for career advancement. Globally, 115 million boys and men were married before age 18. The countries in which child marriage among boys is most common are geographically diverse and differ from countries in which practice is most common among girls. While child grooms are less numerous than child brides, they similarly have experienced a rights violation that cuts, their, cuts short their childhood. Further research is needed on the drivers of the practice and its effect on child grooms. And of course, some of these it says Central African Republic with around 20%, um, Belize, Suriname, Nicaragua, Madagascar, Nauru, Honduras, Comoros, Marshall Islands, Lao People's Democratic Republic, Cuba, Nepal, and Thailand, being some of the people, being some that I guess have reported. Uh, to a degree of child marriage among uh, boys, or at least the men who, I guess, said something about it. Um, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are, are plenty of places where, you know, men don't, where men don't have choices either as a young child, but the reason I bring up women is because you have to remember we live in a, in a world where it's very male-powered. You know, men rule a lot of things, if not everything, which I'm pretty sure is most likely the case, um, where men do rule everything. And um, what's that song called? I think it's like Countless Faceless or something like that. I think it's what it's called. I forgot. Let me see. Men are scared that will laugh. I'm sorry, I'm trying to start will laugh at them. I'm trying to look for the song. Mm. I'm trying to see if I can find like the uh I'm trying to see. I know it was in the song. But I can't. But I'm not sure if the song got from one person or, or another. It's a quote by Margaret Atwood. Said, Men are afraid that women will laugh at them. Women are afraid that men will kill them. It was a, It was in a song, though. I can't exactly remember. Um, let me see if I can just find them in videos. I can't remember. Okay. Court, it was Courtney Barnett's new single. Um, let me see if I can find it. I'm trying to... I want to just make sure I can have, at least have the song title. Because that would be nice. <laughs> at least be like, hey, here's the song title at least. Yeah, Courtney Barnett's new single. Called... Nameless. Nameless Faceless. Um, talking about how men are scared that women will laugh at them. But men are scared... I mean, no, men are scared women will laugh at them. Women are scared that men will kill them. Um, and I, you know, I do feel like that is true. Um, and it's not, it's, but look, I'm, I'm going to take that back. It's not that I feel that it's true. It is true. Women are too scared. It should not be scared, but they are scared 
reason I'm saying should not be is because this world should not be, you know, such geared towards a male power um, that when a woman has something to say, that her feelings are put on hold or her concerns are put on hold for a man's perceived needs and wants. Um, It doesn't make them feel special. It doesn't make them feel good. It makes them feel second fiddle and more like an object than an actual human being, which is not acceptable. Um, If I remember, it's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, man, like, I think personally, I don't, since I don't go through and I don't see it, you know, mainly because in a lot of places I've been, I think outside of, I'm not going to say because I'm not sure that person wants me to uh, speak on the issue. Um, but um, seeing people in bad relationships, things like that before, it's, more, it's definitely a thing where it's a fear of what is this man going to do to me? And it's not okay. But sadly, that's the world we live in where we have to make weaponized jewelry for women. Women, have to, women feel like they have to conceal weapons on their bodies um, where they have to basically learn how to fight off a man just so they can stay safe because a lot of these like, like there's a lot of women who don't you know have access to help right away um, or in some place or some cases don't have people who might believe them if they do report things um, it just makes me have a lot more sympathy in my head because I'm like it makes you just stop and think. At least for the ones who are open minded to believe that. I've seen some I've seen Twitter threads about it. And you can definitely see some men who just who definitely live by that not all men. Which I do have a bone to pick with because if you think about it, by saying not all men are like this because I'm not like this and I identify as a male, so therefore I don't do this, which means not all men. Basically, you're not just Provide an excuse for yourself, or you're providing an excuse for those who actually are wronging women. Um, you are providing an excuse. You are saying, "Hey, this is this. You know, this is not. This is a basically because I don't do it means not every man does it. Great, women are saying that because guess what? What is that song? Nicki Minaj. Um, um, Hard White, I believe." I bust shots on Duck if it don't apply. I think I'll talk about this on a couple, I think on one of the other episodes. If they did not call y'all by name saying, hey, you did this to me, they're saying men, which means, hey, men get all together, which means, yeah, not all men might actively be, you know, hurting women, but doesn't mean that any, that doesn't mean that, you know, no men are doing it. Yeah, think about it. In the male power world, that means a lot of the perpetrators, a lot of the ones committing crime are men. And you have to think about it. Some, in a lot of these cases, men, the men do get away with it. They, they get away and are not always held accountable. Which means that they have to, that means that these are victims with a lot of psychological damage that they just have to live with because guess what? They, because that's what they're not sure if someone actually will catch them, you know. And it's one of the things where it's like 
where's the sympathy? You know, where's the fighting for women who just want to be safe? I will never understand it. And I can definitely see why some why women are just like, why are men? Just why men are blank. <laughs> because I just I think it's moments like these where it makes me feel like, man, like oh, like why am I even a male? But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, men, you know, stick you know, stick up for for women. You know, actually show respect. You know, I think I've seen too many Tinder fails and things like that where men just come off disgustingly towards women. And then when women are like, um, no, treat me just decent respect as a human being, they're like, so you just stuck up? And it's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, women, like, and I think it's, I think that is with anything, but of course, especially women. Where the moment they have something to say or the moment they have a backbone for, with anything saying, that's not okay, don't treat me like that. My freedom of speech isn't it. My freedom of speech, my fragile masculinity. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it's, I'm just in pain. And it's like, dude, I, I'm, a, I just, told, I just told you off, which means you're not going to treat me like that. So you can go find someone else who's willing to let you, willing to let you treat them like that, but it ain't going to be me. It's these kind of people that make us think that they have no home training or the the other men, most likely, that um, who have taught them how to live their life. If there was a man, but there should be a man in their life to treat them and tell them how to live their life. Um, I honestly don't know how to treat no woman. But I think it's mind-boggling, like I said, because I'm not raised like that. I'm not, a, I'm not always exposed to that because I just don't understand how someone would actually do that to someone. Especially a woman. You think about the world they have to live in, and men have to survive every day. A lot of women don't want to leave their homes. In some places, in a lot, in a lot of instances, they can't even leave their homes, or they're afraid of leaving their homes because of men. So, regardless, so dial myself back because my brain, my brain is going haywire. Whenever I get, like I said, I think in the previous episode, when I get excited, my brain starts getting, my brain doesn't keep up, and I can end up repeating things. Um, I want to be excited, I want to be by excited, I mean, just literally, my brain just gets very just emotional, my brain just doesn't keep up. Well, not my brain, my brain goes faster than my mouth so I end up stumbling my words and sometimes I just stop talking altogether because my brain has to like calm down and like untangle itself but yeah it makes me upset because I just don't understand how someone can think ah oh, this is okay you can do that it's fine and I'm like honey no you don't deserve the word honey you're not king queen or lord anywhere you need to chill yourself out and go sit in a hole somewhere but anyway, <laughs> enough of that. That's where I'm in today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys give at least gave you something to think about. Um, thank you guys for listening. And stay, you know, stay safe, stay healthy. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.